Say, say. You guys haven't heard of the Jack the Ripper suspects? No. What the f*** was that? Yeah. Uh Yeah, welcome. There are over a hundred suspects that are believed to be maybe affiliated with Jack the Ripper. But over 200 just casually (laughs) dropped on the ground like, I don't care about you, you don't care about me. So of the 100 suspects in the infamously unsolved Jack the Ripper saga, some of them have been vetted by the world's highest police and intelligence agencies. The rest are downright silly. So going back to the Don't F With Cats, right? Which is a new documentary. Can't watch it. Can't watch it. Nobody, nope, nope, nope. You know the drill. Internet sleuths get on their preferred internet aggregate sites, which collate websites into a neat bundle of specific facts and vague half-truths. And then the Wait, there's Eureka... half-truths on the internet? Ooh, yeah. And no. alternative no, facts. Wait. Quarter-truths. Yep. And, and, and lots, of, lots of opinions. And then everyone hits that Eureka moment. Oh, I know now conclusively who Jack the Ripper was. And then we have books being written ad infinitum. And then here we are with me saying, there are 200 suspects. Because anyone can write a book about it. So of these books that get published to varying degrees of success, you have some that are shamefully chided for their gulf of vision and haphazardly investigated in air quotes journalistic endeavors and then you have the ones that are actually backed by contemporaneous evidence of the day so before we go into that let's break down competence because this was a key theme that i saw in all of the suspects it all starts off with the first level of competence and that is unconscious incompetence okay Angela, Kaz, Man Daddy, what do you think unconscious incompetence is? Uh, you're too asleep to do something properly? Okay. <laughs> it's like uh, instinct, right? Like unconscious. You're getting like close. Competence, like you don't know you're good at something. It's just your skill, like an inborn skill. You just know how to make that sugar. You are unaware of the skill and your lack of proficiency. You don't know what you're not expected of. <laughs> so you're going to show up day one. I got to make the sugar? So this is the <laughs> this is the worst this is the worst suspects names thrown around in the category of Jack the Ripper. Charlie Sheen. I will start with this Richard Mansfield, who was a damned actor who appeared in a theatrical production of The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Critics said, "Man, he murders so good." I wonder if he's Jack the, the Ripper. Jack oh my Ripper. god. <laughs> he just did it so well on stage. He just has to be rehearsing some more. Yep. Oh, people. Another one, Charles Swinburne, an alcoholic and epileptic who claimed to be a leading expert on the burgeoning BDSM scene, who claimed <laughs> to have raped several people Whoa. and was an all around turd with no <laughs> convincing evidence to Whitechapel. That's still a horrible person, so let's so back it lock, up. Lock him up. Yeah. Yeah, he deserves it. Madam Helena Blavatsky, who had no history of violence, but she just happened to live in London during the time of the murders. Oh, That'll teach her. Yep. Nothing else All with regards yeah. to evidence, so nothing. Yeah. Everyone yeah. Yeah, she was there. Just you. I just looked over and I saw her face and I thought, that's it. <laughs> Look at that ripper face. Resting ripper face. <laughs> R- resting ripper face. And lastly, an unidentified primate. What? Who had what, a what, first... What, what? Who had a thirst for bloodletting of human beings. That's the best. You don't know what they're training them? An unidentified primate. primates, right? Who had a thirst for bloodletting of human beings. Now let's move on to the second level of competence. If the first was unconscious incompetence, you are uh, unaware of the skill and your lack of proficiency. 
Level two should be what? Again, the root will be conscious and competence in each one. If the first one was unconscious incompetence, what would the second one be? Conscious incompetence. Conscious incompetence. You are aware of the skill, but not yet proficient. And now we have these names added to the list of suspected Jack the Rippers. Herman Webster Mutchett, a.k.a. H.H. Holmes. America's, oh, H. H. Holmes. America's oh, yeah. first serial killer. Mutchett. Despite my brother Dirt McCoy's fascination with him, he should never be considered a suspect, as he never conclusively, via evidence, visited nor resided in London. So we're getting closer, though. He was America's first serial killer. Lewis Carroll, author. What?! Nice. Of, which, of which book? Uh, through the Looking Glass. Via rearranging the letters in his paragraphs, he confesses, I am Jack the Ripper. What? Yeah. He so just, alludes, they found an anagram? <laughs> it's amazing. But he, they rearranged Rearranging things? the letters They're in like, his... So oh. he decided to rearrange organs yeah. in people. You're like, yeah. hey, let's put the kidney where the brain is. Apparently, the confession is the butcher of Whitechapel, but he did write Jack the Ripper, light-hearted friend. <laughs> what? And then it ends there. Level one is unconscious incompetence, and then we have conscious incompetence. What would level three be? Conscious competence. Conscious competence. You are able to use the skill, but only with effort. So this is where we get closer to the prime suspects. Prince Albert Victor. Was he in a can? He was not. Prince Albert in a can, no. Did he have a bunch of piercings on <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> yes. I think about that being your legacy. He's up on. there in heaven or yeah. wherever. It's like, so what do they wrote about me? Oh, you don't want to know. Yeah, he had a lot of piercings. How industrial are you? So Prince Albert Victor, back in 1970, <laughs> he was suspected in the murders after a claim he was, quote, driven mad with syphilis, unquote. Ah. The suggestion was widely dismissed. We are no closer in this phase than any of the other ones, but we are getting a little bit more in tide with that. So that was a, a person of royal family heritage who was driven mad with syphilis and he could have gotten away with it. Number two, Joseph Barnett, former lover of Mary Kelly, who was the last victim, right? Okay, yep. Oh. The idea here is that he butchered his former beau and then for whatever reason killed as many prostitutes as he could. So he Mary just Kelly was he, got a, he got a flavor for it, you know, got a taste for it, and like, hey, this is cool. Or practice before Mary Kelly, because uh, yeah, Nichols, Nichols was the first one, right? Right, and Kelly was the last one. Yep. So he D worked his way up to killing his wife. Mm -hmm. David Cohen, whose incarceration at the Colney Hatch Lunatic Asylum corresponded with the end of the murder spree, no other evidence. That's it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Wow. This okay. is how just lackadaisical just people can uh, assume someone like was murdering people for no reason. James Maybrick, he was a cotton merchant. And he traveled from the States Shady. to the UK. <laughs> Later, a diary surfaced allegedly belonging to him in which he detailed the deaths of the five prominent victims. He also had a pocket watch inscribed with I am Jack in the initials of the five attributed to Jack the Ripper. This claim, although plausible, doesn't hold up because the person who first presented the story changed their story figuratively gazillions of times. Oh. So not the cotton man. Not literally gazillion at times. Figuratively. Figuratively. Okay, thank thank you. you. We now move on to the fourth level. Competence. So unconscious incompetence. Conscious incompetence. Conscious competence. What would the fourth one be? Mastery. Godhead. Unconscious competence. Performing Whoa. the skill becomes automatic. Automatic. Don't think about it. In Muscle flow. memory. All yeah. of the four suspects I'm about to mention 
could be Jack the Ripper. Oh, right, see? We have suspect one, Montague Druitt. Montague? He was the son... He was the son of a prominent... Chill. <laughs> I'm trying, Represent I'm, Montague's <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to get through my story. Montague Druitt was the son of a prominent surgeon and officer of the law and was very well educated. He was an assistant schoolmaster who, the newspaper said, got into serious trouble in 1888. A month later, his body was removed from the Thames, and shortly before that, the final killing took place in the Jack the Ripper episode. So, here's why it could be him. From allthatsinteresting.com, three years later in 1891, a member of parliament from West Dorchester, England, began saying that the Ripper was, quote, the son of a surgeon, unquote, who had committed suicide on the night of the last murder. So there's a documentation directly linking him. However, he suffered from severe depression and wrote in his suicide note, he feared he would end up like his mother who had several mental breakdowns. So he consciously took his own life. The son of a surgeon, he had no medical background. You know, he didn't train in it. It's just his dad was a surgeon. Sorry, but a lot of common stuff with like the whole mom thing if she had a mental illness. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Number two, we have George Chapman, one of the most likely suspects, Mm. apprenticed as a surgeon. While married, he had an affair with uh, another Polish woman who he later married as wifey number two and later moved to New Jersey in 1891. Now, that's after the fifth murder, correct? Yes. During this time, he had an argument with his second wife in the States and calmly described to her how he would kill, dismember, and dispose of her body. Yikes. <laughs> Just described it to her. Damn. That'll like, shut you up. That'll shut you up I'm going to tell you right exactly there. what I'm going to do. <laughs> yep. After that relationship ended, he met... <laughs> For some reason. He met a uh, divorcee who included him in her will. And you know where this is going from here. Oh. He, again, just Stupid. continued to abuse and beat her and continued with his infidelities. In 1897, he poisoned her with tartar emetic, which is similar to arsenic. She died... And then Chapman took her life savings and her last name of Chapman. Further abusing and murdering two other mistresses. When these bodies were exhumed, uh, they found that they all died from a form of arsenic uh, poisoning, and he was hanged in 1903. Now, his second wife said, while living in Whitechapel, he would venture out into the night at all hours. He was also a known murderer (laughs) who picked women as his target. So that would be him. <laughs> However, he might not have known English well enough to seduce prostitutes and was never an official suspect. Yeah, you don't really oh, need to, you, don't, you, you don't yeah. really need to seduce a prostitute. How <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's oh pretty much my. Uh, you just kind of need to you know, not really jangle yeah. a coin really purse a little game bit. when it comes yeah. to prostitutes. Yeah, or, you just that, you gotta, that is you true. Kind of money driven it seems. I got two more. Thomas Ooh. Thomas Neil Cream had medical training and murdered his mistress, who was pregnant with his child. So oh. immediately he was an asshole. Double killer. He used chloroform, oh. which was his medical specialty. He then he moved. Specialized in chloroform. Yeah. <laughs> Don't date people like that. That's on your. You know, it's like what you. I'm, I'm a, really into chloroform. Really into chloroform. Oh man, <laughs> that would be a very massive red flag. Yeah. <laughs> So you're a doctor. I'm an anesthesiologist. Kind of. Amateur. Kind of. Gotta go. Amateur anesthesiologist. I dabble. Improvisational. So Thomas Neil Cream uh, then moved to the edge of Chicago. Wait, his last name was Cream? Yep. He then moved to the edge of Chicago performing illegal abortions for prostitutes. 
He was finally caught in 1881. So Which after, explains the womb stealing. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point, Angela. So he, he, he was finally <laughs> caught in 1881 after he murdered the husband of his mistress. He was given a life sentence, but it was commutated to 10 years. He gained his father's inheritance while in prison, went out, moved to London, where he again poisoned prostitutes. Wow. He was known as the Lambeth Poisoner, but while being hanged <laughs> for his newer Tom. crimes in 1893, his last words per his executioner was, I am Jack the... Oh, really? That's a no. cliffhanger for you? As his last words. <laughs> it could give the guy another syllable exactly. or two. <laughs> Why he is We've got a schedule. I'm sorry. That sounded really interesting. The mayor looks at the guy in the swish like, dude. <laughs> what? He's like, two you could have waited a little bit. He oh, goes, two on. more seconds every time. Harry. He goes, I'm sorry. My hand Don't use sweating. my real name. Such a psycho, Harry. <laughs> Why he could not be Jack the Ripper. Well, duh. He was in Illinois during most of the Whitechapel murders. Oh, so he's a doppelganger. The fact that we're even bringing him up in the most competent of suspects tells you they have no clear alibi besides Chapman. Totally the Ripper. Totally the Ripper. <laughs> Just is. He is. He is. Last one, we have Thomas Cut Bush. Thomas <laughs> Cut Bush? On the nose, Thomas Haynes Cutbush. Cut Bush. <laughs> Spelt oh, exactly man. as it. <laughs> the detective's curse. It's always right under your nose. Yes. You never like, know. Could it be Kevin Cutbush? Uterus no. Too easy. <laughs> Cut Uterus. Cut Bush studied medicine in London before suffering violent delusions. Presumably goes right back around by contracting syphilis. Uh, in, 19, going around. in 1891, he was sent to Lambeth Infirmary. Suspecting doctors were poisoning, he escaped and attacked two women with knives. Oh. He was later apprehended. <laughs> Why did he say it like Jerry Lewis? For the ladies <laughs> with the knife and the stabbing. <laughs> did you two expect that, Kaz? <laughs> you didn't expect that, did that you? That was awesome. <laughs> he was later apprehended and sent to Broadmoor <laughs> Security Hospital, where he died in 1903. A book was written about his suspected involvement in the Ripper slayings and public interest was satiated. But aside from his mental defects, it is not widely believed he was associated with any Whitechapel murder. However, he might have had syphilis. There you go. And those are the suspects. I didn't get through all 200, but I got through 15. Uh, That's impressive. Thank you. I'll give you that. So none of them were Zach the Stripper. None of them were Zach the Stripper.